It's happy hour again from Central City, New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com, brought to you today in part by the Pearl Wine Company, 3700 Orleans Avenue in the American Can Company building. They're open from noon till midnight every day, except Sundays when they close at 8 p.m. And also by Petite Pet Care, dog walking and pet sitting. Loving care when you're not there. For more information, you can check them out at PetitePetCare.com or call them up at 504-300-9PET. If you're an iPhone user, check out the podcast app Swell. It's our favorite new podcast app. It's kind of like the Pandora of podcasting. It goes out and finds podcasts for you that you're going to like. It's really excellent, actually. It's called Swell. Check it out. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limo or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is Happy Hour, a cocktail-fueled 60 Minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all in a bar in New Orleans, in this case, Casa Borrega, which is a bar, a music venue, and also an awesome restaurant on Aretha Castle Haley Boulevard. You can check them out on Facebook and on Twitter, or you can just come down here and have a drink with us, or anytime you feel like it. My special guest here today, first of all, let's welcome Andrew Duhon back. Hey, man. He's been Good gone be for back. a long time. Andrew mm-hmm. Duhon is our happy hour troubadour who wanders around the world and then wanders back here once in a while for a beer. And what are you drinking today? Everyone's already tanked up on these coffee and cachaça it's drink. It's coffee, right, and some cinnamon. Cinnamon. Some cinnamon. I've had a few. You've had two or three of those already. <laughs> yeah, Andrew's cinnamon. been, Andrew's, last time Andrew, we saw Andrew, he was walking out of here to go to the Grammys. Mm. How did it go at the Grammys, other than I know that you didn't win one? It was nice. Taylor Swift was there. How was she? Did you get to meet her? No. Oh, uh, come on. So know. what did you do there? Just... Just get to watch the show. Went and uh, well, the parties actually leading up to it were actually cooler than the Grammys themselves. Yeah. But uh, no, it was great. Um, so who won the the Grammy that you were up for? Daft Punk. Daft Punk. I hate that record. Don't you hate that record, <laughs> Michael? No, I like it. You like it? Of, I think it's so overhyped. A lot of people like record. it, Grant. Yeah. I know. Everyone loved it. I was so excited when it came out. I thought I couldn't wait to hear it. I put it on. I'm like, what the hell is that big deal about Listen this? again. You know, it's one of those You think it'll grow on me? Yeah. Okay. Know. All right, Michael. Our special guest here today is Michael oh, Patrick okay. Welsh, among them. Michael is an author, a journalist, a broadcaster, teacher, and a musician. How about all that? And yeah. it all happens in one day, and it's all going to happen in the next hour. Michael's the author of two novels, The Donkey Show and Yule's Problem which is a wild Costa Rican love story that takes a wrong turn into the Gulf. Michael's also the author of the invaluable book, The Underground Guide to New Orleans, which I'm looking at right here. It's, um, it's like an underground guide to New Orleans, basically. Yeah, it's sort of uh, sprung out of... Uh, I, I've been writing about music and, and art and whatnot in New Orleans for about 13 years, and it's really just a collection of all the things that I don't think get written about enough. Right. I don't... I... Um, I don't necessarily know if it's you know hidden things or things that are hidden, but uh, things that don't get enough coverage, and uh, and it also is the first music-focused guidebook to New Orleans, so that it's like only got restaurants that have live music and. Oh really? Uh, so this is yeah. the sort of book you want to pick up if you're coming to New Orleans and yeah. you don't actually know anybody here, but you don't want to just. Right. It, has guide a, or it has like a band directory that um, was originally designed so that you could walk up to a bank of flyers and uh-huh. open it up and look up the bands and see what they sound see, like. So that's the key not. because people but now come we're here. not allowed yeah. to post flyers. Well, that's <laughs> anywhere. No. Well, you know, people still some do it. People though, don't can they? have. Do you, yeah. Do you put flyers up? But it's not free and expressive no. anymore. You can't no. do it anymore. Uh, Is that because people? If it's on your house, some nice people set up a thing on there house or their business like there's one something on the side of the r bar where you can uh 
There's yeah. something on the side of the R bar where you can post your flyers. But otherwise, people coffee used to shops. You know. Yeah, and DBA at their yeah. their fence, they always still let people post mm-hmm. flyers there. But I mean, there's like eighty eight percent less flyers. But even if you just there. got the paper or whatever it's called now online, or you got yeah. you know looked anywhere, to, people come to New Orleans and they expect to go to a club like you do in other cities, whether it be a jazz club or there be a blues club or there be a rock club or some kind of music you like. But in New Orleans, it's not like that. This, all the clubs play different music. And if you don't know the right. band that you're going to hear, you don't know where you are. So that's a really great idea yeah. is to have a band guide. It's a yeah. good thinking. The book is called the New Orleans, New Orleans, The Underground Guide. Mike was also one of <coughs> New Orleans' most valuable investigative journalists, writing the kind of intelligent and insightful journalism that is in short supply here in New Orleans. You can find Michael's work in Salon, Newsweek, and Vice, as well as in local papers like Gambit and Offbeat once in a while. Not very often, though. You no, know, I, I've been those. writing more for The Advocate lately. Yeah, they're for a real newspaper. Yeah. <laughs> Michael teaches a unique rap music class to public school kids in New Orleans. He's the front man for a psychedelic rock band, The White Bitch. And he sings and plays guitar in a Prince Tribute Burlesque show. I don't think I've ever read that sentence in my life. <laughs> a Prince Tribute Burlesque show. I don't know if anyone else has ever done the Florida Tees, Trixie Minx. You know Trixie Minx? Yes. She's, I'm sure she's been on this. She's been on our show, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's her troupe, and several years ago we put together this live band. It was like a 10 or 11-piece live band with horn section and everything, and I uh, sang and played guitar, and we played like 20 Prince songs, and they do had a routine worked out for each one. It was really That popular. is cool. We did How Voodoo Fest, and we did it at Bayou Boogaloo. We don't do it very often now, but... Uh, has it got a name, actually? It's just... You know, Florida Tees has different theme shows, okay. and that's just their Prince okay. tribute show. All right. You've also founded a new band, Little Current, which is a harmonization, or which is not a word in the English no, language. No, I made right? that up today. Harmonizational vocal group. Did you write harmonizational. that? Harmonizational. Harmonizational vocal like group. Dr. Johnism. It's described as sounding like the Carter family singing Sade songs. Did you write that as well? Yeah. Very good. That's so, what I would like it to sound like. Okay. It's pretty, it We're going to take a listen to, uh, to the harmonizational yeah. vocal group today. They're sitting behind you. Yeah. And if that's not all enough, by the way, it's your birthday today. Yeah. That's and, awesome. And uh, my bandmate, Sarah Fontenelle of Lil Current, it's her birthday also. So it's two birthdays in one day. Yeah. And you guys well, have got nothing I'll better be to God do. Damned. And Allison Fensterstock, the writer. Yes, the writer. She's a the, music writer. She's today. And Lloyd, who runs Molly's and runs like all the Molly's bars. Scott Aegis, who does Jazz yeah. Fest. Right. He's Dang. been on our show uh, as well. Man, who else? Uh, like a I saw on Facebook the director, video director Brian Bain. Yeah, right. It's right, his birthday right. today. Where's the party? Yeah. Uh, well, oh, you're looking at, at it. Gasa Gasa, we're doing our the rap game, uh, which is that that class that I teach where the we teach kids how to rap. We kind of do the same thing, but we do it in a bar. Nice. And, uh, you take school children to into a bar? No, no. But we play videos of the school children rapping for inspiration, and then adults. They drink and they write raps and then they get up and they read the raps and it's kind of a competition and you win a bar tab. Hey, that's cool. this is we've been tonight. doing it for many years. Yeah, at Gasa Gasa, it's tonight. That's good. Six from six to eight. And then you're playing at Gasa Gasa on the ninth of uh-huh. February. If you're listening to this current, in 2014, yeah. people listen to the shows back and forth all the time. So if you listen to the show before the ninth of February 2014, you right. can go and check out Little Current. And we'll also hear them in just a few minutes right here. Bonnie McCliss is sitting across from me as well. Sorry it's taken so long to get to you, Bonnie. Did you know that was going to happen? I, I am okay. <laughs> I am. I can't follow that act. I'm used to being the most eccentric <laughs> one on the panel, and he's got it. Really? Yeah. We don't know anything about you at all yet, really? though. 
we'll let's see. see. We'll let, we'll I let, think we'll this let is, everybody judge. Let's see, how, let's see who's the most eccentric person. Bonnie McClis is visiting us from her home in Nashville. She's in New Orleans for work. She's an internationally known evidential clairvoyant. I think you win hands down right there. You think so? Yes. Look, everyone's freaked out now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I paid them. To an that. evidential no. clairvoyant. Okay. We get, I guess I should read another few words, should I, before I ask you what an evidential clairvoyant? Or should I just of, stop right now? There's a lot of adjectives in there, so you okay, just what, pick one. Okay. Let's start off. I've only got two <laughs> words into it. What's an what's an evidential clairvoyant? Evidential clairvoyant, clairvoyance, clear seeing mediums that see things like in their mind. I'm and scared I, looking at you. Now. I know. I'm reading. I, I need to put on. <laughs> I need to put yeah. on sunglasses. I'm also a hypnotist. No, uh, oh, I am really. But uh, evidential is when you can give evidence, um, proof uh, oh for it, you know, with cases and stuff like that, so that you can prove that you're getting a little something from somewhere else and not, you know, your local hairdresser. So <laughs> evidential clairvoyant means you can prove that you're actually talking to somebody yes. on the side. It's yes. Not just all made up and you're yes. not crazy. So I get really okay, weird, bizarre some. details from dead people. There's no way I could have I could have known. So okay. sometimes. Well, it's your birthday, so you have to come and get a reading today. While <laughs> He's we're throwing oh, you to yes. the wolves. Okay. <laughs> I haven't even <laughs> got past <laughs> two words. Yes, Andrew has a question. No, I just want to be. You want to be. I, I want to be evidentially clairvoyant. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're on. Okay, well, you've got a lot to do here today. I get in 60 seconds. That's well, we can, you could stretch it to 90 seconds if you like. Thank you, Grant. Okay, you're welcome. <laughs> um, Bonnie is also a psychic medium and a certified hypnotherapist. Who certified you? Um, a, a hypnotherapist that knew more about it than I did at the okay. time. Yeah. Hypnotherapist as well as, a, Jesus, yeah. you're a scary person. Do you have a boyfriend or a husband or a girlfriend? I have a husband. He's a cop and a sniper and a hostage negotiator. Of course he is. So yeah. Oh, that's not true. Yeah, that, no, that is a <laughs> show. Seriously. That is a yeah. 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 show. Oh, you're right. Yeah. 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 yeah, I think I just won right there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, you did that. Yeah. yeah, I can't yeah. believe you. You were just trying to... She <laughs> set you up by saying yeah. she wasn't eccentric I and you were such a... I knew it. Now, I'm not really as interesting as this guy, but... He calls himself I'm a white bitch. I am a clairvoyant, <laughs> and I help my uh, I help my cop husband solve cases. Gangster yeah. rigs. Do you? I hadn't thought of that. Good point. Do yes. you actually? I have in the past. Yes, actually, and I'm kind of a baby. Can't watch scary that is movies. Such a so show right I, it is. I'm working right on that right now. Yeah. The network's picked up on that. So, <laughs> um, but got three kids. Um, you have three kids. I foster 13 <coughs> homeless children. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> do you have three kids? Is that really, bit true? I really do have you three You really children. do have three children. I do. I have an almost 16-year-old, a 12-year-old, and an 8-year-old. So. How many pets? There must be something in this sort of clairvoyant business. Is you look like you're a kid yourself. Thank you. Doesn't she, honestly? Thank you. Yeah, I was you have a 16-year-old kid. I do. I lo I'm I shocked. I got living early. So. <laughs> wow, you look yeah. really young. I'm yeah. shocked, actually. Bonnie's referred to by her clients as the life psychic because she's able to combine her intuitive skills with hypnosis, now, this is too scary to read. Even. <laughs> Spiritual healing and life coach skills to bring her clients literally life-changing results. Okay, you ready for this today? I'm ready. Okay. Do you want to have your life changed, by the way, Andrew? Yes, I do, Grant. Really? What's wrong with it? Everything, Grant. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> As a medium, Bonnie communicates with both spirits and guides from the other side, receiving answers from heaven about areas people struggle with in their everyday lives here on earth. Jesus. If you'd, <laughs> if you'd like to contact Bonnie while she's in, in case you're not going to listen to any more of this stupid show and you want to just get in touch with the psychic, there you, go. you can find information about Bonnie on her website, psychicbonnie.com, which is Bonnie without an E at the end of it. That's right. Psychicbonni.com. Or you can give her a call at this number. Write this down. 615-339-6943. Do you have a jingle for that? <laughs> I'm working on it. I bought a ukulele, okay. so we're gonna, we're gonna. You have a ukulele. I do. We have two. Everyone plays the music instrument here. Oh, I haven't learned to play it just yet. 
but you know. Well, you know how the jingle should go because we can work <laughs> it out right now for you. Uh, you know, do we? We have it. it yeah. It's, yeah. It's I'm, a little I'm ditty called "Thank You More, Please." How's it I'm going? pretty sure you Who's can have a four-part <laughs> harmony jingle to this before, <laughs> before we leave here. Yeah. I think we're going to have to commission some people around this Let's table. do it now. Who's got right. Andrew, where's the guitar? <laughs> oh, I, uh, mine is still You're still in the case. Is yours out here? My guitar? Michael? Yeah, it's right Wait, behind there. Drag it over. Let's see if we can I do it. I was just thinking that the one that something that's great about you learning an instrument is that you already know whether you're going to excel at it. Really? That's interesting. Oh, no. Now you have really? to play the guitar. I was going to say. She, <laughs> 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 she hasn't learned to play the guitar yet. No, and I don't have a song like on me. I, hate I thought you had it all figured out. No. What do you want? What, what did you say it's going to be called? Thank you. Thank you more, please. Thank you more, please. Mm -hmm. You don't have any idea how that's going to go. Though. Well, I, can't, well I, I know how it's going to go. I teach workshops and stuff like that. And I, am, I help people understand. Yeah, this is going to sound a little grandiose. So I'm going to go with it universal <laughs> concepts about what you put out is what you get back and so you either got people that are you know going for gold or you have people that are martyrs and you know don't want to try or you know you know you have one person you know, they usually end up on one end of the spectrum so, so there's two types of people in the world it, people who go for much, it yeah and people yeah, who don't yeah so <laughs> anyway so you t i teach workshops to kind of to help people become balanced and to just only focus on the things that they want out of life and not be so self-deprecating. So we wrote a little song about it to drive the point home. So Who wrote it? I came up with the idea and some of the premise. And then my assistant um, has a son who actually writes music because you don't want me doing that stuff. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, but we can't hear it because... No, you're going to have to you're gonna have to have me back, Grant. Okay, well, okay. we can do that. Are we, well, you can tell me. Are we going to have you back? Uh, yeah, this is great. Okay. String yeah. section. Do, yeah. Yeah, let's ask some stupid questions right off the bat. Can you really see the future or you... Well, that's a whole different thing. From no, that. psychic and medium is different. Psychic yeah. is seeing the future, and it's it's really interpretive. You know, it's not like TV. Okay, I mean, it's clairvoyant. See a bunch of images, and we string it together to make some sense. But you know, the best that we can. So it's it's a template. Nothing's a you know hundred percent. Medium is communicating with people that have passed away, uh, and it's like charades. Yeah, I do this all the time. You know, I set up in like a gallery or an audience setting, and just kind of tune in and then you have literally people dead people jumping up and down you know pick me pick me and i'm on the hot seat so i usually go with the loudest dead person and <laughs> that's just kind of how it goes charades yeah charades you mean charades with dead people charades they'll show you pictures and they'll give you words but they don't what are you out. seeing when you are you seeing actual people like sitting around here like that's human a good beings? question sometimes but it's quick it's quick and they're they're more likely uh, to show you like a whiskey bottle and tell them that you tell him names Harold or you know I mean it really it's very very fast so but it's not what people think but then you're not crazy uh, no do you want to hear an interesting story about being crazy they thought I was crazy when I was younger and they they brought me to a counselor and the counselor said oh my your daughter has multiple personality disorder and they institutionalized me for schizophrenia <laughs> not crazy really <laughs> but they it's what it looks like it's easy to say that in a sentence they institutionalized me for schizophrenia yeah. what was that how old were you when you're that? on the other end of it you can say that just but how old how it. old were you i was 12 and they put you in an institution yeah. meaning what a mental hospital yeah because you know i had a lot of imaginary friends and you it's just, just not needed so riddle cool in his all. yeah i just needed some <laughs> well that's drugs. A good, did, they, did they give you drugs <laughs> they did they did and, and it did was it make them go away the imaginary people it you know i can't black out after that so <laughs> there was an actual <laughs> doctor that found my case and going honey you're not schizophrenic, you're psychic. And I said, what's a psychic? You know, what is that? What so state are we in at this point? What state? What state of the country? 
What state of the country? Yeah, where were you locked up at? Uh, Las Vegas, Nevada. It gets better. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's a strange place, right? <laughs> yeah. That's where I grew up. Yeah, it's just, it's, it, was, it was weird. Have you it, seen Drop Dead Fred? I have. Mm. That was my life in a nutshell. Mm. I like you. Nobody else knows who do- Drop Dead Fred. Mm. <laughs> no face. No face. Wake up. Cobwebs. Yes. I have you that. seen that, Michael? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, cool okay. people in this room right the here. The cool people have seen right. Drop Dead Fred. What is it? Drop Dead Fred? Uh, it's a girl who could see Fred when nobody else could. You know, it's imaginary. Uh, you imaginary had, did friend. you start off? You start off an imaginary. I did. I did. I got kicked out of preschool for you know pushing a little boy off the chair because I had to have uh, my friends sit there. For your <laughs> special. <laughs> <laughs> my poor parents. I was not an easy child. So. Well, they had you in locked up when you were twelve. Yeah, so well, we're, I we're feel even. Sorry. Yeah, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait. So, so the, uh, a doctor came along in the mental hospital yeah. and said, "You know what? This kid's not crazy." Yeah, down the road, doctor. She's psychic. Yeah, because most kids aren't. Don't, you know, that was a ridiculous thing anyway. But yeah, they they kind of read into it and went, you know, she but, doesn't fit it. But you didn't psychic. know what psychic was. No. And how did they explain? Who was the person who told you what a psychic? Was? It, it was a doctor. She very, very, very carefully and genderly just just told me, you know, there's things that you can see that other people can't and uh, that's just the way it goes and, and if you don't know that it's any different if you don't know I mean it, my son he told I have an 11 year old and he uh, about a year or so ago he said something about the colors around people and I said stop the clock you see colors around people and you didn't tell your mother she's a professional psychic that's kind of pertinent information and he goes well I didn't know everybody didn't see colors yeah. around people, you know, and that's just how it goes. Is it inherited? It is. So who did you get it from? I have no idea. They were all institutionalized and alcoholics. <laughs> 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 so I really don't Trying know. Trying to make the colors go away. I guess so. Well, that's kind of strange yeah. that you talk to dead people, but you don't know which of the dead people you inherited this from. You think that would be the first a, thing to find out. It's a cruel irony. No, it's cruel just irony. Yeah. It is. Nobody wants to talk about it in my family, but it's something you have to cultivate. You know, I do a lot of psychic training because... Everybody's got some of this juice going on. and uh, Can you see, what do you see when you're talking? I mean, apart from freaking me out by looking at me across the table. What, do you, what, you don't kn- really know that question. Do you, do you see different <laughs> stuff when you look at us? I do if I'm on that level. You know, I'm here talking to you guys. If I would just kind of like tune in, I'd start but you to don't, But you don't have to. I don't, it I don't doesn't crash to. in on you all Sometimes the time. Sometimes it so does. You're not looking at Michael seeing him saying, oh. die in a fiery bike crash. Or yeah, no, no, not nothing. at all. Michael, do you believe in this stuff? I actually have the opposite problem where I, uh, where are, <laughs> live I mean, people talk to you. Gift, the opposite gift where I have an inability to see things that everybody else can see. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well put. Were you working on that? What do you mean in my mind? Yeah, on that, that line? Because that's guess, really I clever. So. I guess so. That's a good <laughs> <Yeah>. line. That's <laughs> very funny. Hey, listen, yeah. what we should do is, do you, what, I didn't catch your name again. I know it's your birthday and everything. Sorry. Sarah, do you want to come and talk to Bonnie for a second and then we'll have a song? Yes. Because okay. I thought it would be good to meet you first. Wow. So, Sarah, come and s- okay. sit over That's here. Great I'm going to make, I'm gonna make you Bonnie. You want to trade for me? No, it's okay. Just come sit over here. Oh, okay. Well, happy birthday, Sarah. Thank you. You're welcome. Let's just, Andrew, can you just put her mic up a little yeah. tiny yeah. bit there for her? No, just put her mic up. Oh, hers. Yeah. yeah. So we can Roger. Yeah, that's it. Cool. Thanks. Okay. All right. So we're going to give you like a couple of minutes, like 180 seconds. How's that? You are killing me. Okay. So the way that this works, if you have an area that you want to ask me a question or I can just start popping off with what comes through and you do have some spirits that are hanging around you. So we can go there if you want to. Yeah. And I will do my best to kind of get it ranged in and 
We've still got another still 90 still got seconds. seconds. <laughs> that was nothing. Um, no, okay, so the first thing that comes through, there is a woman that's, and she has like a lot of 20s vibe to her, and I don't even know if you can validate her this or not, and it's coming, coming right down the way, through you, like in the way that your art or your, the things that you're connected with. Does this make any sense to you? Not sure, possibly. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, 1920s vibe, so I'm just trying to think of how old this particular relative I have in mind would have been at that time. I don't even know if it's a relative, sweetheart. It's oh. just somebody that, like, are you, you're obviously a musician, but she's just somebody that, like, influences your art. And that's the first thing that pops off with you. And so that's interesting. So ask me a question, like, anything that you want to focus on. Hmm, okay. What about... Ask under the microphone. Sorry. Yeah. Ooh, question. And I'm under, like, a time clock, and this is yeah, so this weird. No, uh, no, we can, it's, it's like, rough, okay. you know. Do you see anything in terms of my immediate family? You mean that that have passed or no, like the maybe current future? Rain it down. Give me a family <laughs> member. Someone who's almost dead. Kill me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe um, uh, my husband and I. Maybe. She wants to know if a, there's going to be like a third an addition or an addition, a baby. Anytime yeah. Soon. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you, I don't know if you're really pre planned or what. <laughs> you, I do see an addition to the family, but it's not, I don't, I'm not picking up on it right, right now. So okay. if you're pregnant, I'm not getting it. No, I'm not. All right, so girl. Good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's good. You guys are like really artsy people. What is. My husband is a musician. Okay, I was like, yeah. you guys have got to come to Nashville because we oh. do musicians really well. Right. Yeah. Well, I actually, my, I, I have a completely normal day job, and and I, I just started singing with this band. It's my first band that I've ever sung with. But um, except for the Prince tribute band. Oh yes, band. I, yeah, she I'm was in the, the Prince back, That's where how band. me and that's Sarah started awesome, singing together. So. She was a awesome. backup singer in the. And then Michael eventually gained trust in my abilities and <laughs> asked me if I would join this group. So, yeah. That is very I cool. won't mention the time you turned my mic off at the first show that we did. <laughs> I don't remember Prince that. Songs. I don't remember that. <laughs> it's, it's funny with people because, you know, especially when we first start off, it's really broad and it takes me a few minutes and then we start kind of, you know, moving the juice because I have to interpret what in the world they're showing me. But with you, you know, there's people that fall in different, like, categories. Literally, I think there's like 12. And, you know, some people are just, they have that strong, artistic, creative mm. vibe, okay? And so I don't know if you're breaking into that. Yeah, we are with White Bitch, so. <laughs> <laughs> you're obviously moving and shaking in that area, but that's the first thing. So um, do you work with kids, or are you a t teacher? I, I, um, I did for a very long time. I have a degree in developmental yeah. psychology. Yeah, you're coming to the dark side now. You're going left brain, right brain, here yeah. I come. That's right. Yeah. So that, they show a lot of that, but just watch for a lot, like the, the flapper dress they're going to start breaking it. No, I'm just teasing. I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> I can wear one of those. Yeah. So I feel like the artsy side is going to keep coming up uh, okay. more and more and more. And how could you not be married to the man that you were married to? <laughs> That's true. Yeah. I can imagine yeah. being married yeah. to a musician. I'll take the sniper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. There we it's go. Kind of the world's Does only response. Very nice. Musician. I don't know if we clap. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's take a listen to some of the artistic side of your life here. Okay, this is the vocal harmonization group. Do you hear that sort of humming sound? Harmonization. Harmonizational harmonization. Um, called Little Current. L I L Current. Little Current. With a U. C U R R E N T. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So these are original songs that you guys write? Yep, yep, yep. We have uh, we have about eight or nine original songs. We uh, we 
just started this year, kind of, but we've been working on it for about a year before year. we, yeah, gosh, seems like about, we practiced for about a year before we ever played our first show, we're just starting to play our first shows now, the uh, Sunday thing at Gossa Gossa is kind of going to be our first big the show. Breakout show, so here we go, this is the first time anyone's going to have heard this then? Uh, sort of, yeah. Pretty much. More or less. Where are we at here? Yeah, all these, are, yeah, you can just drag any of these mics around. So, uh, what are you going to play? Uh, this song is called Secondhand Smoke. This is our more, most sort of acapella one. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, you can hear it. You ready? Can you hear the bass? Yeah, okay. I can. That's really cool. You wrote the, the song yourself, Michael? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I wrote down this, uh, that, the line <coughs> from the chorus. I do not exist to quench your thirst for repetition. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Thanks. That's a great line. I feel that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's the story of your life. Trying yeah. to do something, uh, we're trying to do something original. That's what it means. <laughs> <laughs> this is original. Thank you. It's pretty unusual, this sort of yeah. band, right? Yeah. I mean, it's actually really hard to find the people to do it also. Yeah. You know, it's something I wanted to do, and I... Uh, happened to uh you know I, I had wanted to start a vocal group and it after a very long time ended up uh with the smith brothers here and they have been singing together since they were young so you should introduce everybody the put, smith brothers yeah yeah kelly carlisle smith this is rowan who is also known as mc no one he's a rapper local rapper who's really amazing and uh and sarah fontenelle who like i said uh i knew for a long time just as a friend and talked her into doing the uh Prince tribute thing with us with Florida Tees and she just happens to have a natural knack for being able to sing so and has never yeah really done it before but you do all these things you're a writer yeah you I mean you've written you write novels mm-hmm. you've written you write this guidebook right. you write a lot of journalism investigative yeah, stuff that's well, that's, that's got a lot of work so. that's your real job and that, and you're in a couple of bands and now you've started this how do you f- and you have a kid yeah called Cleopatra yeah <laughs> Why did you call your kid Cleopatra? What's that? Why did you call your kid Cleopatra? <coughs> well, uh, actually, my wife is an artist, Morgana King, and she uh, she also helps run the Arts Council. And she um, had always wanted to go to Egypt, and she had, like, sort of this fixation on Egypt. And, uh, and right after we found out she was pregnant, she got offered this artist residency in Egypt wow. for, like, a month and a half. And she was like, oh, damn, I can't go. And then we started talking about it, and we were like, well, you're definitely not going after, you know? So, uh, so she just went, like, when she was pregnant. And then while she was there, she just got that idea in her head that she was going to name the baby called- Cleopatra. Nice. What if it was a boy? Uh, uh, Ramsey. I, I mean, I think maybe by then we might have known that it was, was a girl or something. Yeah. Maybe. What is, how old is Cleopatra? She's four. Now, what does she think about being called Cleo? Do you call her Cleo for short or anything? Yeah, Cleo. Yeah, she's more of a Cleo than Cleopatra. Yeah, but must be a tough name. It's so cool. She, you know, she she's not at the age yet where where she re- would realize. I'm sure that somewhere down the road, I'm gonna have to face like how she feels about mm. her name. You know, she'll start calling herself Sarah or something. <laughs> <laughs> or Jim. What gave you that? Not Cleopatra anymore. Why did Dad. you come up? Why did you want to start a, vocal, a harmony vocal band? Like you know, I was in um, that Saint Cecilia's Gospel. Choir and we played at um, at uh, Preservation Hall and a lot of my good friends and that really talented people and it was like a bigger group with Helen Gillet and Clint Majin and a bunch of people and uh, and they were doing like like traditional music you know like music that would be at Pres Hall and then after we did that they pared it down to like five different people and I really still wanted to do it but not uh, you know traditional music I wanted to do some kind of you know, original style of you know they're they're awesome and that I think they changed their style a lot after that too. But uh, it just gave me the idea of being in that. I was like, oh, I'd really love to do that again. But then it's yeah, it's quite a hard thing to meet people who can yeah do what these guys. How do. did you find New Orleans? Uh, you, you know, where, where, where could you live if you weren't living here? Where could you? Yeah, where, else, no. where else in the world could you do all this? Yeah, yeah. Oh gosh, and that thing that we're doing Sunday, Mike Dillon is going to play with us like and he, yeah came over last night I keep thinking about that uh, in terms of like 
<laughs> where else would you live where some like world famous musician you can just be like hey I'll buy you pizza come over <laughs> and yeah. uh, you know and Mike Dillon played with us all night last night and like, felt like damn wow definitely that wouldn't have happened yeah. somewhere else like me where I can just be like hey world famous guy who plays 300 shows a year yeah what do you what are you trying to do do you want to just keep doing this are you trying to be famous yourself at <laughs> I mean is that the goal I, I don't know no, I don't know. Right now, I just am working and working and working. I just see it as all, you know. Well, Bonnie, what do you think about that? You're saying, do you have to really put your mind to something? Yeah. To yeah. make it. Or be really desperate. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, all these things <laughs> that really you can. Desperate, but you, you can, can do, really make it happen. But you can <laughs> do all these things well. You're a really great writer. I mean, nice, you've written nice. some really great stuff, especially lately about the whole noise ordinance and stuff, yeah, the stuff on that, that's on Vice. And I'm sure your novels, I haven't read the novels, actually, but are they good, too? Uh, yes, you know, thumbs up from the Smith Brothers. Yeah, both of them, I think both of them are good, but one's kind of uh, upbeat, and the other one's really more, kind of almost morbid or something. So it's hard to say that it's like, wow, it's really good. It's kind of really. <laughs> well, you got both those out of your system. Is, you got yeah, the morbid yeah. one out, and the upbeat yeah. one out. And now you can write yeah. the you know the great American novel. Yeah. But do you, are you trying to? I mean, you have all these things you can do, and you obviously can write songs and sing. Most people would be happy if they could do any of these things. <laughs> well, I I'm serious. I don't know how. Yeah. So what what do you do in a day? Do you wake up in the morning and I write for you probably like four and a half or five hours a day, and then I teach at three every day for two hours that little rap class with the kids, and I come home and put my daughter to sleep. <laughs> or we have band practice. We've been having a lot of band practice lately. I have a question for you with the book, actually. Um, so I know I know that you're like plugged into the scene. You know, uh, you you you're you're a prime candidate to find. You know, the little niches and the dark corners that the locals find after they really spend their time doing it. Yeah. But mm, as you see the kind of beaded people walk from Bourbon Street into the Marigny <laughs> and start to infiltrate, and, and then you write something like this, and you kind of, do you feel like you're sort of opening the box to show people the darkness, but then it's gone? I, I do feel that, that way a little bit, but like I said, I definitely, in my heart, the reason I did it was for people who aren't getting the, the for lack of a better term, advertising mm, <laughs> to, sure. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like some of my favorite musicians and Ratty Skurvix and mm -hmm. all the, like so many of those Ninth Ward musicians. Mm -hmm. And since the time that I first started doing it, it does seem a lot less like all that stuff needs publicity. <laughs> right, right. Because it does seem to be overflowing in some way, but still those, there's nobody at those, a lot of people's shows. and. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like the people from the Saturn Bar are getting rich because the bywater is <laughs> gentrified. You know, so uh, you know, I like striking a blow for those people, and you know, in Gambit and whatnot, it's it's always it's just the same. It's, you know, a lot of the same, 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 same. So right, I'm right. just trying to give like media coverage, sort of, to other things. Yeah. And at the same time, you know, we put the essays and interviews and stuff. It's very personable, but the big reason was like. For the people that are being written about, you know, that's really the but main. I also think, though, if you're the kind of person who's coming to New Orleans and you make an effort to go and get a book like this, mm. you're the kind of person right who kind of needs, folk. you know, you're yeah. the right person to go down to the Ninth Ward or mm -hmm. to go into the Seventh Ward or something and find this. Because I remember when I came here as a tourist first, I didn't know anything existed. I thought it was just the French Quarter. Well, it's, it's you know, to you be know earned, anything. you know. It's not to be yeah. uh, in the travel guide section yeah. of, of your hotel you know <laughs> but i would have loved to have found something like this where you can i mean i think people listen to our show and they tell me too that they 
they hear something like on our show that they yeah. you know you don't hear it. there's no place to hear this unless you come here mm-hmm. so that kind of does if you're looking for it it's here it's called the new orleans underground the under what's it called new orleans the underground guide yeah it used to be with, with no you, colon uh, it used to be with you and o and then i sold it to lsu so this is the first Are you switched university lsu yeah yeah ah. yeah and so they they redesigned it and they really made it really awesome it's got like 40 new pages of interviews and essays and can you get it online or do you have oh to yeah, buy the absolutely. book no it's, it's on a, amazon and but I mean, no. But I mean, can you get a, an online version, a digital version oh, of it, like on uh, Kindle? I know or something? you can get Kindle, yeah. So you can buy a Kindle version yeah, of the yeah. Underground Guide as well. Okay. Hey, Andrew, you want to play something? I'll play something. Got to grab the guitar. Though, okay. So. Well, why uh, maybe before we well, get you? I can borrow you? a guitar. Okay. Thanks. It's why don't we? Why don't we make Bonnie t- talk about your life as well then? I would love. You I would love that. Okay. <gasps> poor Bonnie, I know. Poor Bonnie, you want another one of these drinks? It's <laughs> yeah. What is it we're drinking today? Some sort of coffee with cachaça in it. I don't know. Vegas has nothing on you guys. Is that yours? Yeah, that's mine. Can I'm I still eyeing refresh it. You, you're good? No, you can have it. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Do you want another one, Ed? I mean, I feel like I had two more than everyone else. So I <laughs> well, we've got a whole thing of them I'm here. Having this Hugo thing keeps making so them for us. You guys help yourselves to this coffee drink as well. So, okay, what, Andrew, what would you like to know about your future life? Or your past. Is love or art more important? <laughs> That's a great question. And I don't know how many people out there believe in past lives, but they're there. Mm. Cleopatra. <laughs> so it doesn't matter whether you believe it or not, really. <laughs> it's happening. Love or art, it, you know, I could be yeah. philo- philosophical with that. You are who you are. You know, it's like, it's like Michael. He's just decided to follow his dream, you know, because the latter is too scary. You know, the slowing down is just, it's just not an option. You're just going to keep going. And that's why he can be, knock out so many things that he's done, because he's just going to keep following what he's love, what he loves to do anyway. And that's your gift, too, obviously. Two peas in a pod. You haven't heard a song yet. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know, but oh, that's just oh, your gift. let g- me take that back. <laughs> <laughs> You're just a lover of all things. But seriously, it's where people get tainted and jaded, and that's, and that's when they start, you know, moving backwards and uh, attracting things into their life that they, that they don't desire to have. So. Hmm. What about that? Yeah, sorry. No, no. You can, no, no you I was going to say, what about Andrew particularly? Can you be jaded and still... Enthusiastic about life? I think so. I think, it's a mo- I think it's a motivator. I think, you know, we don't exactly grow when we're laying on the beach with our, you know, cocktails. So I think when you're jaded and things happen to you, especially through love, it comes out in art. So I don't believe in accidents, and I think that one plays into the other. The trick is to not become lopsided and let that jaded, you know, keep you in a man cave eating TV dinners for the rest of your life. So, um, hmm I love it because people will ask me really broad questions. They'll come into my office and say, tell me about love. And I'm right. Like, oh, dear. Yeah, mine was a little broad. I'm sorry. Yeah. And well, so I, I said, you'll, you'll have some. You know, you <laughs> from the cat. So. <laughs> um, what about dead people? You have some. <laughs> no. Dead people. Dead people. Dead people. Around you. Mm. There's so many here. You know, I'll tell you how dead people start to come through. They give you the, like, 
family tree. They'll show you maternal line or paternal line. Mm. And the ones that start to kind of shimmy forward for you are coming through the, the paternal line. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they don't come out and say, hi, this is your father. Hi, this is your grandfather. They just kind of break it down. Again, hard to do in 60 seconds. Thanks, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> But that's the kind of the ones that are kind of stepping forward. You don't have, I mean, she had more juice with that than you did, but you do have um, some folks from on, on the paternal side, which mm-hmm. we could keep going. Sure. Oh, keep going. Keep yeah. going. Yeah. Yeah. Specifically your father's side. And so he's, if there's a younger male on your, on your father's <laughs> side. I mean, when I say younger, I mean, not like old grandpa guy. Okay. Okay. Uh, and I don't think it's your father. I don't think it's your father coming through, but it's somebody uh. on your father's side. And so I know that's broad. I'm pretty bad with birthdays and relatives, <laughs> but let me think. Well, when you talk about evidential, you have some sort of. It does, and in this setting, yeah, in this setting, it's kind of like I'm doing so many things. We're putting it's on, hard on, the, on the spot. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. a little yeah, bit it's, mean. It's got a lot of. Go- you got you got the New Orleans juice coming in. So <laughs> if we had it in, in like Bonnie's lingo, and I kind of tune in, oh yeah, it just it just it just goes. So this mm-hmm. is a little trickier environment. You should play her the song, and then that's a really good idea, okay. yeah. right? Yes. Because then she probably will. Because I, I swear, when you were playing the song, I was stuff. like, what kind of colors must be coming off of your song? That's what I was thinking. That's true. So I'm trying to play new songs every time I come in, and it's been a while, but, you know, like, it haunts you, and you got all these, like, I feel like if I was Tom Sawyer whitewashing a fence, instead of, like, doing one post at a time, I'm just, like, dotting each fence, and then I come back, and I got, like, 70%, but every, what? Anyway, here's a new-ish. No, new, but... Ish. It's getting there. Seven. Just enough wine Seem to have a way to make you do the things you do And you and I Couldn't fight the current that night What a foolish thing to do In the Mississippi River Holding on you When love was still young our love was still true in the Mississippi River holding on you I did my best to keep you warm but there was nothing I could do Close my eyes, I can feel 
that river water rushing through my feet. And when I close my eyes, I can feel your shivering body holding on to me. an uplifting little song for happy hour, Andrew. <laughs> are they ever uplifting, Grant? Come on. Well, yeah, some of them are. Yeah, some of them mm. are very... Come on. Girls from Foreign Country, that's a oh, that's a fun funny one, yeah. song. Mm-hmm. So does that person die in that song? No. No. Did you get that impression, Bonnie? <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm crazy. No. You thought that? Yeah. Too? I heard a relationship die. Right. That's why I was Relation- thinking that whole lover art was a trick question. Mm. They kind of <laughs> just do this. They just kind of intersect it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Obviously, even it's good. You music. passed. That was a trick question. Yeah, that was a <laughs> Was that a, a story, a <laughs> song about a, a thing that really happened to you? Why let the truth get in, in the way of a, a good, good story? Song. Grant, yeah, really. You know. I agree. That's how it was. Did you feel the temperature drop in here during that song, or was it just me? I think the heater turned I off. Think is that what it is? I <laughs> thought it was the song. It's like so chilling that that everybody did, that it just got colder. Bonnie, what, you, what did you see when he was singing that song? What do you see when you do, go to... A do you really just want to know? You know, you just kind of laid out there. You know, it's interesting, and, uh, you, know, kinda, you know, it is what it is. But it's, it's interesting even just to see the two, you know, polarities between the two, you know, song and songwriters. And he's obviously, there's, there's so much new, edgy qualities, taking everything that, that you've experienced and, and had That's influence That's Michael of. you're talking to. Yeah, Michael, I'm sorry. Yeah, Michael. And he's just putting all these influences together to make something new. It's like... What, it's like dubstep, <laughs> only better. And, you know, and, and yeah. Barbershop. <laughs> Andrew on the other side. And Andrew, it's, it's that soul. It's all that heart and soul. It's all that, it's that old soul that you've got going on, and it's all coming out through the heart. That's why that was a trick question. Mm. <laughs> but it, and it's so, and there's so much logic and thinking going on about the thoughts and life. I mean, you are the philosopher, <laughs> obviously. And with you, and it, there, it, there's no, like, you know, right or wrong. And you're just the new thinker. You're, the, you're paving the new roads. And it's just such a cool thing to, you know, when people talk to me or if I can hear them just sing or talk, it just starts to, you know, the wheels in my little mind start going, <laughs> going off. So, yeah, it's, it's cool to see the difference. I'm, in, I'm thoroughly enjoying myself. So, thank you. <laughs> what do you, is your life happier than everyone else's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> um, it's got to be, surely, doesn't it? You, you make your own happiness, and that's just kind of Yeah, but we don't see, I mean, I mean, we're like stumbling around the dark compared to what you're doing. Yeah, you'd think that, but now I have to chase breadcrumbs just like <laughs> So much easier to look at Andrew or Michael and go, oh, I see, you got it all figured out, I see where you're going. <laughs> and in my life, I can't. <laughs> you don't, don't have even, anything figured out. I don't even know what to cook for dinner, to, you know, I mean, no, it's, it's a little, it's crazy. That's not true, I have a lot, I have a strong faith base, and so I just trust that, you know. What is your f- faith in? 
Faith is just God, very spiritual. Jesus. God, Jesus, I love Jesus. Okay, come on now. Let's be serious for a minute. <laughs> is, is, you know better than anyone. What is there a God? There is a God. You I know really that. Do. That's the evidential fact. That's the evidential fact. And, you know, and, and what it, happened that made you believe that so strongly? You know, as a little girl, just seeing this stuff, I mean, and just seeing the love, honestly, really, the unbiased love and affection that pours out from your guides and angels and, you know, the, 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 the quality that of relationships that come from the other side, it's not like what's around here. And so as a kid, you know, that's cool until somebody tells you it's not, it's not real. Yeah, but now that, now that you're all grown up and you can reason for yourself and you right. can see... What makes you think that's all coming from one source, that there really is a God? That's what it comes down to. It comes down to reason. And if I ask for guidance or I ask for signs or I ask if I sit down with somebody and I'm, you know, talking about their life and they're going, uh-huh, that's right. That's right, Bonnie. That's, <laughs> well, that's coming from somewhere way beyond me, you know, and it, it just comes with so much love. It, I can't imagine that it would be coming from anything other than uh, a God source. Just curious, like, you know, I'm, I'm not closing or shutting any doors here, but... Would you would you agree that it's just just as likely that this could be the the thing before you knew about microwaves or radio waves and just another energy out there, right? That exists, right? Because that's I buy that. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying I don't yeah. buy anything. I don't, yeah. I, well, it's it's on the shelf, and I'm I'm you know window shopping. Right. But, right. Uh, it's so interpretive, though. It really yeah. is what it is to you. That's sure. why, you yeah. know, I mean, yeah, I can't... But if it's evidential, it's not interpretive at that point if you can... Evidential is when it. I told the woman last week that her, you know, boyfriend that had passed away is stealing her lip gloss. That's evidential. <laughs> That's not interpretive. We're going to have to go back there. Yeah. One, one sentence. Her boyfriend who passed away is stealing her lip gloss. Yes, Absolutely. Michael, that's a good sentence, yeah, opening yeah, sentence yeah, for your yeah, next yeah. novel right there. He stole hers and her television yeah. show. Yeah. <laughs> the TV show. Seriously. What do you mean? How can someone who's dead steal anything, and why would it be lip They gloss? can move stuff. They I can. mean, yeah, they really can. Is if it they, stealing at that point? I, I think <laughs> I applaud their efforts so much. Like, who cares at that point? But, yeah, there, there was a guy that showed up in one of my gala readings wearing a Speedo. Okay. Uh, yeah, a dead person in a Speedo. I swear. <laughs> and <laughs> he was on the swim team is what he was trying to communicate to me of course it took me a second to figure out what in the world what gives and uh and then he showed me lip gloss and see i have to string all this together it's very interesting and i said i got a guy here he looks like a gq model and he's wearing a speedo ring any bells and she s took her actually a second that's scary <laughs> and but she said, I know it, I know it is And she, she did, she said she's been losing lip gloss left and right She thought it was the dog eating it Well, there's two questions there First of all, when we're, when we're dead, do we still look like this? Because that's very depressing to me You are so funny It's okay if you're a GQ model but You what are about, so funny What about the rest of us? You can look however you, however you want to uh, You know, what? Here, here However I want to Amanda just, in, <laughs> I just, just brought me into her apartment that she lives in. And we went upstairs and I said, oh, my, you got some dead people up in here. <laughs> and I said, you know, I go right in the kitchen. And she goes, that's right, Bonnie. I've been hearing them knock around upstairs. That's exactly where it is. And I go, and before I could get the words out, I said, I'm thinking they're either Jewish or Italian. She goes, it's Italian. I'm like, how do you know? It's always the Jews or the Italians. <laughs> the, the, the maid, What's the punchline? Right, the punchline is they got attitude. <laughs> And so the maid's been seeing him apparently, but yeah, there's this big, there's this woman with high heels banging around. She was just there as clear as day. So when they have a strong intention or something uh, that interests them, they they seem to come through stronger. Like the guy with lip gloss, he was really invested. 
Speedo and lip gloss. I don't know. Speedo I can't make this stuff gloss. up, you know. <laughs> well, it, it is dead, so things didn't go all that well for him necessarily. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, why do we look like? Well, that was my second question was, what about animals? Do animals... They do. Have a, past, a future in past lives as well? They do. I see them over there. What's, I've had, you know. What's up with all my dogs? Then? Yeah, Where are say, they all? They're all, Where are my you know. They're yeah. <laughs> Can I get them back? Yeah, no. They're all, they, they, I see them around people periodically or I'll see them just kind of running around. But, you know, it depends on how good you are to the dog, I guess. But you do, you, do you see, can you communicate with dead animals for real? I see them. I don't know how much I would say I communicate with them. I get feelings with them, right. you know? I mean, I can get It'd be more fun to communicate with live animals. If you just hit the nail on the head. People ask me. I do a lot of equestrian uh, readings. Mr. Ed. Yeah, Mr. Ed. People call me like, should I, you know, is this horse going to win? Is this a good horse for me to buy? Yeah. There, I, nothing's off the table with me. That's right. Well, that's, <laughs> you're not really able to tell us what the horse can win are you at a horse race are you no. saying that for real no 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 okay because no. <laughs> okay, that was going to be a whole you know, turn like the mic me, off see me after point. the show yeah that was right. going to be a whole yeah. different no. conversation no i've been trying to get the lottery numbers not no, no such luck uh, what, you want to hear something yeah let's say one more song yeah, just going to yeah, say yeah. the same thing what are you going to play you right you guys want to play yeah that's on kelly's song yeah kelly's song one time two and then we sing oh you mean at the beginning yeah. Yeah. all right one go ahead you can count it off, too. It's yours. <laughs> one, two, one, two, three. I'm glad I was wrong. I don't feel bad. Just a voice in my head is a low life Singing his songs every night, he is all mine But every song is a rewrite Outside of the moon pie We got a new sign A sign of life inside There's a cumulus cloud of a brain And it's changing its shape once again once in my hand Till I thought that it would get in my way Through all its curious forms Unfolding toward its return Return, return, return Talks are insane. It's a good time to sharpen my sights to this viewpoint. Lament of a young boy for his forgotten toy with the creepiest eyes in the front lawn. Patina for so long, pulled off both arms and sunk in through the snow, through the hole in the side of his head. To the button you press to reset Were you alone were the best Take a look, take a look at my head Take a look, take a look at my head I hope to see you again Again, again, again Again, again, again
It's making like that last Amen. that last chord is it how how do you do that? Is that uh, practice over yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's really Rowan and Kelly, they really are the ones who know how to do that and are programming Sarah and I to do it. Nice. Yeah. Well I heard these two write the tunes and then You have to come in a little bit. We only got a second. These here. guys write the tunes right. and then I uh, I come in and organize the harmonies and tell everybody what to sing. Nice. Did you have do you tra have you trained in that? Years. Yes, sir. Ah, you went to school to do that. Uh, yes, sir. And that was ever trained <laughs> <laughs> one time. Uh, yeah, I, I sang in choruses my whole life and been doing this kind of music a lot, along with many other things. An yeah. awesome rapper. You're a rapper. What's your rapper name? MC No One. K -N -O -W -N -E. MC No One. O N E. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Thank yes, Grant. You. No, sir. Sir is way better. That's great. <laughs> It's time I got some respect around here. Yeah, but it's, huh? it's time to get out of here. But anyone who yeah. wants to buy this music can't do that yet, right? There's no nope, place to we, get we, it. We're just it's brand starting to get new. our head of steam, yeah. Right. So. But I bet you can catch it analog somewhere soon. Yeah, we're doing that Gossa Gossa show on, on Sunday with Mike Dillon Band and also uh, King James and the Special Men, nice. which are also, you know, they play at BJ's every Monday night. So we, uh, Jimmy from that band was asking me if he needed a passport. To get to <laughs> for rent, and I told him uh, that he needed to get his inoculations. Of course. So you don't have a website or anything for this band yet. <clears throat> no. Do you have a Facebook page or something? SoundCloud. Yeah, we Just put up a couple songs on SoundCloud today, but they're like rough demos. You put them we're, up today, so yeah, things we're gonna, are pretty. We're gonna, it's early on. Yeah. And what is the name of the band actually? It's called Lil Current. Lil, Lil I L. Current, sometimes Lil Current. Current Vocal Club. Sometimes just Lil Current, okay. like Lil Wayne, Lil Current. <laughs> well, we'll put a link on our website, it's newalms.com, to something. I don't know yeah, what it'll I'll be, I'll but whatever you, you uh, give it to I'll us, we'll put it up. I'll send you the SoundCloud page with a couple songs. Okay, yeah. and put it on that. And Bonnie, anyone who wants a psychic reading, if you listen to this before this weekend, which is February the, what dates will that be? Not Eighth? Yeah, I think it's, it's I don't know, eighth. She's my assistant busy. I think it's, it's, it's today, tomorrow, all the way through Sunday, but... The, the individuals are booked, but still got some workshops I'm teaching. So okay, so if fun. anyone wants to find that, they can just the best thing to do is go to psychicbonnie.com or just look That's on right. our website, it's newwellness.com, where you right. probably got this podcast from, Absolutely. or probably didn't actually. So um, can find you, can find you while they're there, or can or get in Nashville. touch with you in yeah. Nashville or yeah. beyond. You don't have to be in the same city, I suppose. To no, give someone a I talk to reading. I talk to people all over the world on the phone. So win-win. So if you talk to you, someone on the phone, you can give them a reading just as. Good as sitting in a room looking at them? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No. Thank you very much. 
<laughs> Andrew, you're the last person left at the table to call me sir, and then we'll have no to call today. <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, Happy birthday you. to you too. Yeah. It's been a great birthday. Yeah, gift. It has been. We got thank the gift you. as well. That's great for coming here. That margarita here. was excellent. That's a great drink. <laughs> and this coffee cachaça was good. Mm -hmm. Psychic Bonnie McCliss, thank you so much for thank joining you. me this as well. Thank you. This is so fun. Here. I really appreciate it. Are you going to come back? Oh, yeah. I love New Orleans. I'm going to move in with Amanda. <laughs> I'm scared when someone who's psychic and can see the future says stuff like that. Yeah, yeah just teasing. Are Andrew and I going to get killed in a car crash on the way home or what? No, but I see a couple more of these coffees in your future. All right, mm. good. Called it. And Andrew Duhon, thank you so much for coming back to us. Thank, oh, man, good to be Good to back. have you back. That's Happy Hour for this week. Thank you so much for joining us. The producer of our show is Graham DuPonte. Our associate producer and technical director is Chris Kehoe. Christian Onru is our music director, and the theme song that you're listening to was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. The fabulous audio quality of this show is brought to you in part by PreSonus Audio Electronics. Freestoners make some of the best audio recording and live products, including Studio One music production software, Studio Live digital mixing consoles, Aero Studio monitors, and much more. You can visit freestoners.com for more information about that. If you'd like to be on our show, you can drink two or three of these shots of cachaça and sit around the table and still be upright now. Later, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. It's newwalmers.com. You can also check out plenty of other happy hour shows and other shows as well, including Out to Lunch with Peter Rusciutti live from Commander's Palace, Mindset with Psychiatrist Dr. Nick Pajic, True to the Game with Chris True and Tammy Nelson, Vietnam, our show about the New Orleans Vietnamese community with the Vietnamese Terry Gross, Kim Vu, and Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canata. You can keep up with us on Facebook, on Twitter, and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well, and all of it we call It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show and see what everybody looks like on our website, itsneworleans.com, and on Facebook as well. These photos are taken by the fabulous Douglas Engel. Goes around here somewhere. If you listen to this on iTunes, Stitcher, or our favorite podcast app, Swell, or any other podcast app of your own, thank you for subscribing to our show. Take a moment to rate and review us if you wouldn't mind. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Casa Borrega, which is a nightclub, a music venue, a restaurant, and an awesome hangout spot down here in Central City on Aretha Castle Haley Boulevard. You can find them on Facebook and Twitter as well. You can find them on Aretha Castle Haley Boulevard. More to the point. Happy Hour is a production of I Know Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For Andrew Duhon, who's finally back, all of us around the table here and back at the I Know office. Thank you so much for joining us. Happy birthday to all the birthday people. Yeah. Thank you. And we'll see you back here at Casa Borrega next time on Happy Hour.